Morning folks, I hope you're doing fantastic. I trust you're doing amazing. I trust you're doing fantastic. Um, I today want to have a discussion about uh, the, basically the essence of everything, the point of the universe, the point of the whole deal. Um, and let's get to the jugular, if you will. Um, you know, everybody has these existential questions. Everybody's kind of going through life, trying to figure it out. Um, we all want answers. We all want to try to get to know, you know, get, have, you know, have, have some sort of reason why we're moving through life or, you know, have, have some sort of purpose. Everybody's looking for a purpose. And, um, different people are thinking about that on different levels. Some people are thinking about that in a deeper sense, um, and others not as deep, but the point here is to say that there is, there is a deep reality and let's talk about that deep reality and let's talk about the deep answers because this is going to shed a lot of light into our life about how we go about our life and, uh, and what we do and what we're here for uh, and how we behave. So again, I'm, I'm gonna reiterate this. I've reiterated it. I've, I've said this in the past, but I'm gonna reiterate it right now. What I'm providing to you right now is a look. First of all, my look, my own personal look. Lucian Harris Gallahue, Luke Harris Gallahue, um, my my take on on this whole thing, um, and I am coming from the angle of Orthodox Judaism, from religious religious Judaism, halachic Judaism. Um, if you know what that means, and you know what that means, um, and following Al right? Again, if you know what that means, then you know what that means. Um, and so that's, that's my take. And if any, anything unrepresented is my fault, anything misrepresented is my fault. It's not the fault of Judaism. It's not the fault of God. It's not the fault of anybody else. It's my fault. Um, cause I would, I am not doing a good job of representing it. So this is my look and I'm coming from a place of Orthodox Judaism. And what I want to offer to you guys is a real is a real answers about what this whole world and universe is about, and this is the beautiful thing about these deep spiritual um, uh, traditions, lineages, is, is that they provide deep answers, and um, this is the whole thing with uh, with 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 Judaism, but with, you know, these deeper sort of spiritual paths is, is that they provide deeper answers, um, and they can work in conjunction with science. One of, one of the biggest things that I've been trying to focus on recently is how science and religion are coming together to, to take, to bring, to bring different views to the same conversation, right? So, so what I'm trying to provide here is, is the why, the why, why we're doing everything, why the world was here. I know that when I was younger, I was certainly searching for these whys. I was certainly searching for these answers. I couldn't go about my life. I don't know about you. I'll just tell you about me for one second so that, you know, you know where I'm coming from. Um, when I was younger, 18, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, you know, in these years, I was really searching for answers and I didn't know, and all throughout my childhood, I had this feeling of like, what are we doing? Like, why are we here? What is, what's the whole point of this? Like, what's, 
you know, what are we, why am I just going to go work to work and then come home and eat and die? Like, what's the point of this? I don't see the point. It wasn't, it wasn't from a depressed space per se. Like I, I wasn't depressed. It wasn't coming from a depressed space. Like, oh, there's no point to the world. It was, what's the point of the world? It wasn't, it wasn't, you know, and, and for me, I, I needed to get in touch with those, those answers because if I didn't, then it was very hard for me to keep moving through life. Um, again, I'm going to say it wasn't from a depressed space. I wasn't sitting around depressed, but it was just like, how could I move forward in this world if I don't have the answers as to like just what it's all about? Like, what's going on here? Um, why are we here? What are we doing? Like, what's the point of this? I can't, I can't accept that it's just to be here for no point, for randomness, for just fun, for just living and waking and dying, for just feeding and eating and sleeping, for just sex and, uh, and all of this stuff. Like, it can't be that this is just the point of this whole universe. This universe is so vast and deep and, and, and so immensely like incredible in so many ways I knew there must be an order I knew there must be an order to this thing there has to be an order to this thing in some way shape or form there has to be because it doesn't make sense for it not to be right I don't know if you guys know what that feels like or can empathize with that um, but that's what I was feeling and it took me all over the place I went and I went and explored everything um, everything that was, you know, relevant to me, at least. I went and did lots of psychedelics. I went and um, lived with Mormons. I went and um, looked into Catholicism. I went and uh, was living with the hippies. I went and um, was was doing Buddhism and practicing Bo- and meditation and reading about, you know, all of this stuff. And going down these varying paths. And before that, I thought that the answer was going to be success. I thought it was like, when I make lots of money, then I'm going to be fulfilled, right? And then I got a job at a startup and I was working at a startup at the age of 20. I was doing a really, you know, it was really cool. And I was working in downtown Washington, DC, and I had a cool job and, you know, we're hustling and growing this company. And I quickly realized that like, that's, I'm not happy just because I have a cool job. Um, and before that, keep rewinding back to when I was 16, 17, 18, it was, okay, being a professional athlete is going to bring me deep fulfillment in life. It's going to give me a purpose. And as I pursued that, it didn't give me that purpose like I needed it. You know, it didn't give me the universe purpose. It can give you a, it can give an individual a purpose, but it doesn't, it's not connecting to the essence of the universe. It's not connecting to the world at large. Right. Um, And so all of these things, I ran through all of these different things over the years and uh, really was trying to find some sort of answer to what's going on. And eventually I got to Judaism and Judaism is my heritage, my lineage. I was I was raised Jewish. Um, I am Jewish by birth, uh, but it provides these answers that I just, I didn't find anywhere else. I didn't find it anywhere else. And I was a part of 
purpose-driven startups, mission-driven things, and new pseudo-spiritual communities, and people who are practicing like newfound mindfulness, spirituality, and um, purpose-driven companies, and ethical work, and ethical behavior, and saving the planet, and green you know green peace saving the planet and all of these things and not to knock them at all i'm not knocking them but i just didn't find the deeper levels of reality with them um and so all i'm trying to do what i'm trying to tell you guys right now is is that i this i'm just giving you a little backstory on myself and just offering my take on this that's it i'm just gonna offer you my take and you can do with it what you will i'm not trying to convince you of anything i'm not trying to whatever you guys take this or not (laughs) and you do whatever you want with it that's it i'm just gonna put it out there and you can uh choose to do what you want okay that's it that's all i'm gonna do i'm just looking to provide some sort of offer to you that could be helpful in your search of the universe i know that when you're in the search it's really hard it can be very very challenging um and um i'm really grateful that i've come out on the other side of that at this point and uh and feel very very connected and fulfilled to the world and to the universe and not in a light way in a very deep very powerful way so i'm just gonna i'm gonna touch on sort of basic fundamental philosophy of of Judaism and what the whole universe is about and why we're here okay so the whole point of this earth the whole point of this world according to Judaism and and deep Judaism and mystical Judaism the way that you see Judaism you might see just like some guys with black hats and white and black running around New York and um you know, whatever it is, some some frantic Jews like running around or something, you know. Um, Judaism is a very deep mystical tradition with great mystics and sages and spirituality with depths that are so far and away beyond anything that you can imagine that it's it's ins- it's insane how incredible and beautiful and deep it goes. So. Um, just to sort of reframe maybe the way that you look at Judaism, it's a very deep, mystical, spiritual lineage. Um, And one of the fundamental uh, truths of the way we practice Judaism and the way that we um, engage with the world is, is that we recognize that the world was created for humans to have a relationship with God and God I'm gonna work on perhaps deprogramming um, if you're open to that deprogramming the word God a little bit instead of having it be such a weighty term and in this uh, person that you have to have a relationship or somebody who's just trying to punish you um, is the source of the universe it's the essence of it's the raw source energy of everything it's it's you know, when the psychedelic guys are, are tapping into, you know, this source and raw source code and, and the geometric patterning of the universe, 
that is God. That's the same thing. We're just talking about it in different language. So it's the same thing. It's the same beautiful concept. It's the same infin infinite um, wellspring of which everything emerges. Uh, it's just a more, I would say, perhaps traditional term for what that is. Um, and what that is, is a conscious, conscience, sorry, a conscious <laughs> living sentient being who is awake, living constantly on and alive, like in a real way, like he is constantly sustaining the world, constantly uplifting the world, constantly breathing life into this world in a moment-to-moment -moment basis. There's never a moment where he's not actively involved or engaged with you and with the world. And so, you are being supported by him right now. You're being uplifted by him in this moment. Your whole life came forth because of him and you're continually being supported by him, right? How do we wake up in the morning? One of our, one of our fundamental, one of our prayers that we say every single day, the first prayer that you say every single day when you wake up, you can say prayer, maybe you could say meditation, whatever you want to call it. It would be very active meditation, but more like a dialogue prayer, you could exchange that word prayer for like conversational peace, meditation, conversational peace, prayer, um, mantra, but it's in a dialogue. It's in a dialogue. It's not a one way or it's not passive or it's not uh, inactive. It's, a, it's very much in a dialogue. Um, and you're saying, thank you. Thank you for returning my, my soul to my body today. Because why? Because how? Because, because how did you wake up in the morning? How did you do that? Oh, we went to sleep and then you woke up. Okay, well, tell me about that. What happened? Like, where'd you go? What where, you dreamt? Where'd you, where did your consciousness go? It just disappeared? Like it, it, where, what happened? And now you're back? Like, what went on? There, that's, that's, a, that, that's not a light matter. That's something you can't just skip over. You can't just whitewash that. You can't just go through that and say, yeah, don't worry about that. Let's get on to the uh, brass tacks of, you know, how's the Dow doing today? Like, but come on, you, you, you went to sleep and you woke up. And we might take that as a light matter because it just happens every day, but it's not. Because you go to sleep and your soul leaves your body. Your consciousness leaves. Where does it go? You could say, you're, you, you know, what does your soul leaving your body mean? It means that your consciousness, it left. Your consciousness left. It went somewhere else. If it, was, if it didn't leave, you would still be awake. It would still be in your body. You would still be in your own head. You would still be looking out of your eyes. But you're not. When you go to sleep, your consciousness leaves. You, you fall asleep and you drift off and you're... And your sleep overtakes you and, and you go off into this other world of the dreams. And then you come back and your consciousness gets put back into your body. Every morning we say, thank you for putting my soul back into my body. 
It's a living and it's an active and it's a breathing and it's a flowing and it's a dynamic relationship that you're having constantly, all the time. And right now, as we're discussing this, it's occurring. And, and this, is, this is the whole point of the universe. And I'm going to get into a couple more Fundament, I know I'm, I'm using the word fundamental a lot today, <laughs> uh, but because these are fundamental dialogues, um, these are fundamental co- uh, uh, the discussions to be having and key points to be um, anchoring in within that dialogue. And so the whole point is to have a relationship. So now one of the things I'm just going to address really quickly is that people um, there's a, there's a belief out there that, um, that, that, you know, God made the world and then walked away and that the world continues going on and it's not an active engagement. It's not an active involvement on his part. It's just, okay, maybe God exists, but he created it and then walked away. And then maybe if he wants to get involved, he does. And again, I'm going to tell you, this is coming from the Jewish perspective of how we engage and live and, and, and breathe and connect with the world in the deepest ways possible, because that's our goal, right? If we're looking to connect with the world in the deepest way possible, how do we do that? How do we do that? Well, I would encourage you to... Th- to give it a thought at least, to say, how, you know, how does the world to sustain itself? Where does that energy come from? And the way that we look at it is to say that God is, is actively supporting this universe all the time in a loving way. Which brings us to our next which brings us to our next part, which is to say, why do bad things happen and why is there free will? What's going on with free will? What's going on with all of the wicked things that happen in this world? What's going on with the really negative part of myself that I I dislike? And that's a really important uh, part of this whole discussion, and that is to say that if God made it so that you were just going to follow his commands no matter what, then this world would be a, um, a very boring place, to say the least. It would be a very, very... It would just be the You would be a robot. You wouldn't have any free will. You wouldn't have any free choice. You wouldn't... There's no relationship there. Do you have a relationship with your computer? I think people... You know, they have a one-way relationship. They think they have a relationship because Siri now will talk back to them. But do you have a relationship with your computer? Do you, do you love your computer like you love your wife or your kids? There's no relationship. It's a robot. It doesn't, you don't go back and forth with it. It might do commands that you have, that have been programmed into it, but that you are the master of it. When you sit down at your computer, you swipe, you do this, you do that. You might like it because it's a good tool, but you don't have a relationship with it. It's not a back and forth like you do with a loving, living, sentient being. And 
if we were just programmed to do whatever, no matter how complex that programming might have been, we have this Siri that will respond to command. Oh, I didn't get that. Sorry, what did you say? Did you say call Janice? Like, no, not call Janice. I said call. Okay. You're like, no matter how, no matter how like complex or silly or whatever this programming is like it's it's not a human and it's not a relationship a real relationship and um if god were to program us then it it really it would be the same it wouldn't be a relationship it would just be a command it would be a one way it would be a it, it wouldn't it wouldn't be anything meaningful and so as he's created this world he's created it to have a relationship and the deeper, why would he want to have a relationship? Those are deeper things that, um, from the deepest of places, we say, because he wanted to. And how can you how can you deny somebody's desires? Like, do you like this or do you like this? I like this one. Why? Just because I like it. I just like it. Like why? Like why? There's something down there that like. Do you like apples or do you like bananas? I like bananas. Why? Uh, why you like them more than apples? Yeah, I do. Why do you like me? Okay, well the texture is better. Why do you like the texture better? I don't know. It's creamy instead of crispy. Okay, why do you like that? I don't know. I just kind of like it. I like it. I don't know. I like it. I like what I like. What do you want? What do you want from me? I like what I like. I like bananas. I don't. I like bananas better than apples. What do you want from me? Is there a problem with that? No, there's no problem. I'm just curious. Why? Why? Why do you? What? Okay, I don't know. I just like them. When you like something, it's like it, there's a desire down there for something, and it's hard to put a reason to that desire. God wanted to have a relationship with us. It's hard to put a reason to why He wanted to have that relationship with us, but it's because He wanted to. And. So as he's program as he's created this world, he had to create us with the option constantly, equally, to not engage with him in that relationship. He had to make it available, not just available. He had to make it just as equally. desirable to engage in other things, to engage with uh, darkness, to engage with depression, to engage with um, non-elevated things, to engage with things that aren't a relationship with him, to, with, the, with the universe, with the source of the universe, to engage with things that are not holy and beautiful and um, in happiness and in and in health, and um, in joy. And he had to make all of the other things just as equally and readily available. Because if he didn't, then it would be a program. And then it wouldn't be a real relationship. You understand? So, why do we have this experience of going through life and, and like, we go crazy because we have all of these desires and these drives and I just want to have sex all day and like 
and do drugs and like god i just want to smoke weed and and what the heck and why can't i just you know this thing just ripping me up inside like what is going on with this so the answer is is that we had to have an equal side and really it's a stronger side than than the side of light and that's because early on we we sinned and we 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 went away from that relationship and we lopsided it um, early on in, in the uh, relationship with, with God, um, with the universe. And so it's actually lopsided um, a little bit more towards going into the dark, going into the um, other things, not into the relationship. And the greatest analogy and why in Judaism we always look to um, promote marriage in a healthy way um, and in a loving and a beautiful way and in a way that's going to build both parties um, is because it is the ultimate analogy for how this world works and it's the ultimate vessel it's the ultimate container to actually grow in this world when you have a marriage and you are looking to um, prioritize that marriage and grow as a individual and as a couple that it means that you have to do a lot of inner work and external work in order to continue thriving. Um, and that is, that is a reality that is uh, existing on that level of that relationship, and it also exists on the level of the universe. And that, in that, that, situation of your relationship with your wife or with your husband is a microcosm of what it is to be in that relationship for the universe. And as you grow in your actual real living human relationship, you will grow with the rest of the world, with yourself, and with the universe, with God, with source, with the great spirit, whatever you want to call, you know, that source code, the the fundamental geometric patterning that orchestrates and, and is the living lifeblood, the DNA, the source code, which pumps and sustains this world at a constant living, waking, moment-to-moment -moment basis. Your relationship with that source is going to be elevated when you elevate you and your relationship with your spouse and with the world, it all is just one big thing, and you start swimming in that stream. You start elevating your relationship with God. You start elevating your relationship with your spouse. You start elevating your relationship with yourself. You start elevating your relationship with your community, and these things, they all start feeding each other, and they all start moving together, and they all start pumping into the next one, and they all start engaging and thriving and moving and growing and, 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 and expanding. And that is... That right there is basically what most people are trying to connect with. That feeling, that sense of growth, that sense of connection, that sense of direct plugging in with all of reality on the deepest levels and on the shallow levels. Shallow is not bad, it's just one of the levels. But if you're only living in the shallow, then it's not, it doesn't feel good, it's not rewarding. But sometimes you don't want to live only in the deep levels. Sometimes you also want to live in the shallow levels because that's also fun. You know, so, so it's not bad. It's like saying physical is a bad thing. 
why is physical a bad thing? If it's, well, it's only, it only seems like it's a bad thing if you're not living in a spiritual sense and in an emotional sense and in a mental sense. But if you're only living in an emotional space, it's sometimes you really want to be physical, right? So they all have a place. They all have a role. They all have a, they all have a, they all have a part of this whole dialogue. And one of those is having a, a physical body and an emotional body and a brain and a very smart mind and um, to also have a soul. And then another part of that dialogue is having a relationship with yourself and then have a relationship with your spouse and then having a relationship with the community and then having a relationship with, you know, source or God or whatever you want to call it. And those things all feed each other. They all start moving in the same direction. They all start engaging with momentum and getting this real deep, powerful flow together. And, and, and they start harmonizing and you start seeing the connection between all of them. And then you start seeing how God is really, really one and how he's really connected between all of these different things and all of these places. You see it in the world. You see it in your relationships with everything. You see it in, in the way that nature moves. You see it in the way that everything grows and comes forth in this life. You see it in everything. And once you're connected into source, then you're connected into source. <laughs> and what else do you need? That's it. That's the greatest pleasure. You know, that's, that's the deepest secrets of Judaism, the mystics, mystical people who are living in... I mean, you think about sitting in a mountain cave meditating. It goes so much deeper than that. It goes in a cave, going into worlds, going into dimensions unseen, unheard of, un unfathomable to us into the deepest places of connection possible this is this is where we're talking about going in your soul in your heart in your in your body in your brain in your in your spine in your in your nervous system in the deepest parts of your soul when you're connected into source when you're connected into source code that is the most pleasurable place available to us as human beings it's the most pleasurable place available to us as human beings and our job is to have a relationship with that our job is to move forward in this life and develop that and cultivate that cultivate that relationship cultivate that space cultivate that harmony that engagement that that love, that connection. That's the whole point. That's the whole purpose. And everything that we do is here just to facilitate that. It's here to bring that relationship forward. And it's either bringing it forward or it's moving it backwards. And it's very black and white like that. And so everything that we do, and that's why we have these commandments. That's why the Jewish people have these commandments. That's why... You know, we have certain codes that we live our life by because it's either bringing that forward or it's not. That's it. That's why we do what we do. Why does it get so detailed? Because in a relationship, it's detailed. Because in a relationship, when you start really caring about something and you start really caring about someone, you, you, you start to learn the details. You start to see what they like and what they don't like. This is a, this is, you know, 
your, your wife is lactose intolerant and you go and you get her milk for her coffee. She's going to look at you and be like, are you kidding me? What's wrong with you? <laughs> What's wrong with you? You know I'm lactose intolerant. I'll be in bed all day if I drink this. What's wrong with you? You know this. You already know this. Why did you go and get milk? You would say, I, 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 I don't know. I forgot. Like, okay, so that's you not paying attention. It's not, you not paying attention to the details, right? But if you're like, if you know specifically, she likes this type of milk. She likes this type of almond milk or whatever it is. She likes this type of specific thing down, you know, the most, the more detailed you get into what she likes, the more you're bringing forward the relationship, the more you're facilitating that connection, the more you're bringing out the love, the more you are growing your space together. That's the whole point. That's it. That's it, guys. And so the more detailed it gets, the better it is as you grow, but it's a sliding scale. You have to grow in your relationship. When you first start out, like when you first get married, you're not 40 years in, you can't know her that well. You don't know her that well, so you have to grow. But there's an infinite ladder in which you can grow. You understand? So all of these laws and these rules and these different things, they're all about facilitating that growth according to the level of which you're at in that relationship. So, you know, fast forward 40 years, and I don't even know, I can't even imagine what it would be like to be married for 40 years. You know, I'm really excited to get there, but, but it's, it's, you know, whatever that detail, whatever that level of detail is for that level of the relationship, it's not going to be there in your first year of marriage. It's just not. It will not be there. That, that depth is not going to be there. So you can't take things on that are for people who have been, you know, in this deep of a relationship for this long at, you know, infancy stages. You can't take it on. It won't work. It'll break the system. So, so that's why there are levels of growth and levels of different, you know, things you take on. And, and, but it's all for bringing forward that relationship, right? It's like all for growth. It's all for being in the gym and growing. Okay, fine. So, when you first get into the gym, how do you grow? You lift four pounds. I remember when I first started working out, I was lifting nothing. I was lifting like myself, (laughs) you know, I was lifting myself up off the ground. That's what I was lifting. And then eventually you like get strong and you start to grow and, and, and bam, you're like, oh my gosh, I can lift myself off the ground. I can do it multiple times. I can do it a whole bunch of times. I'm going to start adding some weight. You know, and then bam, bam, bam. And then you look over at homie who's been in the gym for 50 years and he's doing it like every, every, every exercise. He knows exercises you don't know. He knows how to do them perfectly. He's refined them. He's clearly very, very intent on making sure that he's getting his technique correct. He's, he's got form down. He's not just has form down. He's calling in experts to make sure that his form is perfect. He's putting weight on the bar. He's putting all sorts of different types of weight on the bar. He's doing dynamic exercises. He's doing powerful exercises. He's doing agility exercises. He's doing movement exercises. He's doing stretching. 
He's doing flexibility. He's doing all of these things. He's doing cardiovascular. He's doing blood flow stuff. He's doing joint manipulation stuff. He's, I mean, you could just keep going. Just keep going. Just keep going. However far you want to go, you can go. Like, that's the whole point is, is that when you start going down this path, it's an infinite path. But when you first walk into the gym, that's the, you, you can't because you're not there yet. You're just so far away from that that you need to be doing what's going to facilitate that relationship. And what's more important, more important than anything else, the, the amount of weight that you put on the bar, the type of exercises, I don't care. That's not a relevant discussion. What's a relevant discussion is the reason why you're in the gym. The reason why you're in the gym is to bring the relationship forward, is to get better, it's to get stronger, it's to get healthier, it's to have a better relationship with source, with yourself, with, uh, your, with your partner, with the world, with other community, with, with the whole thing. Your whole, the whole point is to be facilitating your growth and relationship in life. And so whatever you're doing all I, I, it doesn't the, the the outside what it looks like only is relevant to the extent that it's facilitating the growth of that relationship that's it so i don't care what it looks like on the outside all i care about is is that it's facilitating the growth of your of your experience so for this person he needs this amount for this person he needs this amount for this person he needs this movement for this person he needs this movement it's all it's all what we have to focus on is what's going to help you move forward. And there's a definitely a subjective thing to that. But then there's also a very objective thing to that of like, you're still going to be in the gym. You're still going to be exercising. You're still going to be lifting weights. You're still going to be moving. You're still going to be, you know, these are the things that are still going to exist. These are objective realities. There's movements. What's the best movement out there? Well, for me, I don't like to do, well, no. One of the best movements out there is squats. One of the best movements out there is deadlifts, period, objectively, end of story. That's how you grow. That's how you have a healthy body, healthy mind, healthy everything. That's how you do it. It's through deadlifts. Okay, now, your journey towards getting there, maybe you can't do that right now. Maybe you can't do that with a lot of weight right now. Maybe you can't do that in all sorts of different ways right now. That's fine. Your subjective experience is going to be one where we have to get you to the point of which you can do deadlifts. But there's no question that deadlifts are one of the one of the healthiest things, right? So that's obviously an analogy for saying there are certain things in this life that are are objectively going to be healthy for you. Period. End of story. Now your experience towards getting there is a whole different journey, and and that's where we talk about. Um, you know, okay, so I don't care what it looks like on the outside in terms of, um, there's no expectations, there's no judgment, there's nothing going on in that sense, but, you know, I just care about that it's facilitating your growth. So if at first you just need to work on getting the flexibility so that you can touch your toes before anything else, okay, great, you know, at first maybe it's just doing some emotional work on yourself in order to have a healthy sense of self, you know, great. Maybe it's, it's, it's something like this. It's this type of dialogue. But what we're moving forward, what we're moving towards is having that healthy relationship with source, with the universe, with, um, with self, with your, with, your, uh, with your partner in this life and um, with the world and with community. And then to continually uh, grow and facilitate that 
relationship across the board constantly and to know that you do have a relationship with God, with source, with, you know, source code, with the essence of the universe, with whatever you want to call it, you have a relationship with that at all times, constantly. And, and he loves you and whatever you want to call it, Hashem, God, uh, he loves you and he's constantly taking care of you and he's there and he wants the relationship. Everything that he's doing, he's doing for you, not to you. He wants to take you to a place where you guys can have a relationship and all of the things that you're experiencing in life are things that are, that are guiding you towards that. And when you lean in, when, we, when you turn around and stop resisting it, and you start accepting it and bringing it into your space, then it starts to become a beautiful experience and not just um, a back and forth yelling uh, toxic relationship. You can turn that toxic relationship into a beautiful, healthy, thriving relationship, but the point is, is that you have a relationship, okay? That's, that's, that's it, guys. And, and what I'm saying here is, is that this is what I'm offering to you. Again, like, take it for what it is. This is... This is coming from the depths of Judaism, from halachic, religious, um, from mystical Judaism. Um, and this is, this is the depth of that in a, really fu- in a fundamental sense of like, what are we doing here? What's the point? Why are we doing this? This is, these are, that's what we have. That's what we can provide. That's, those are the answers. This is what's going on. Now, it's your job to move forward and grow that. And it's an infinite dialogue. It's an infinite conversation. It's like, you know, it's like saying like, and to the people who say like, well, you have more answers than questions. It's like, well, first of all, within this world, you can have so many questions, but it's like asking somebody, like, how do you get healthy? And if you just sit there and pretend like you don't know how to get healthy, then it's a very big problem because you're not helping people. And there are answers out there. It's, this world has answers, guys. This world has answers. It's not just a big random mystery. It's not. I promise you it's not. And so it's like saying, you know, I want to get healthy. What should I do? I don't know. No, no, no. I really, really want to get healthy. Like, how do I go and get healthy? I don't know. I don't You, you, you tell me. How do you go and get healthy? Well, for me, I eat Cheetos. You know, like, that's what I do. You know, and... and but for you, it could be different. You know, could you... For you, it could... Like, it... Like, let's start thinking about this in a real serious sense. Let's start thinking about this in a way that is matters. And, and we can actually get to results. I'm focused on results. I want to get to results. How do you get healthy? You go to the gym. How do you get healthy? You eat healthy. Okay, now within that, now we can have a dialogue. We can have, okay, for you, how do you get healthy? How do you eat healthy? How do you work out? How do you, but the answer is to work out. The answer is to eat healthy. Period. End of story. Objective. Right? Okay, but I blew my knee out when I was 25 because I was, you know, lifting or I was playing weights or I was... Whatever. I blew my knee out because I was skiing. I grew up skiing and, and, all, and all these things. So how do I get healthy? Okay, now that's a dialogue that we can have. But, but to sit here and pretend like there are no answers is, 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 
it honestly, if I'm being completely honest with you guys, it frustrates me. It frustrates me that we, we sit here and we pretend like there's no answers and that we can, it just, because we pretend like there's no answers, it's an excuse for us to move forward in this life in, in whatever way we want, in whatever way that we deem right or reasonable. Because I don't know the answers, I get to, I'm just gonna, I think that eating Cheetos is the best way to live life. Okay. Like, you know, and I know a lot of people aren't there, but I know a lot of people are there, and I know a lot of people want the answers, and that they're confused, and that they don't know where to go, and that they, that it's hard out there. There's a lot of confusion. There's a lot of, like, noise. Um, and so, at least, I'm just trying to provide some sort of guidance, some sort of light, some sort of direction, and, and hopefully you guys, hopefully this is beneficial to you guys in some way, shape, or form. Again, I'm not, like, saying that this is, like, your path that you need to take and, 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 and nothing like that. You take this for what it is and you take this in a way that's going to benefit you and, and help you and um, facilitate your life um, in the best way possible. But, but I want to start talking about paths and direction and answers in a way that's actually um, valuable to the conversation and not a cop-out to just be doing whatever we want, right? I've, 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 I've searched many, 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 many years and traveled many, many places and spent many thousands and thousands of dollars to look into and talk to all the experts and the best people in the world about all of these different topics. Um, and the thing that you see with high performers is that they're really focused on results and they're really focused on both questions and answers, both. They're focused on getting results, which means answers. But they're also, in order to get there, it's, it's so many questions. It's, it's, it's firing away questions to refine that answer down to such a, 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 a razor-sharp thing. And then once you get that answer, great, let's move on to the next one. Like, don't, you don't need to linger on it. Get the answer and move on. Now, there's more things to, to figure out, right? It's an infinite path. So... This is what I'm talking about, guys. Let's get on this path. Let's start asking. Let's start answering. Let's start living. Let's start working. Let's start getting healthy, guys. Let's start getting healthy. This is it. This is it. I'm really, like, motivated to be, to be, you know, for myself, of course, but then for the rest of the world. Like, I'm really, really motivated to be, um, we, we have to turn it around. We have to start getting healthier. We have to start talking about answers. We have to start living a way and a living a life that's going to be valuable for, for ourselves, for the community, for the whole world, for our relationship with the universe. Okay, guys, that's it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end it right here and um, think about this and I'll uh, talk to you tomorrow.